us for episode five. We have a topic that is actually a question, something that I've been pondering on lately. It's a question that I just, I've never really thought about until recently something came up and I asked myself this question and I was like, whoa, I feel like there, this could go so many different ways and people could have so many different views of this. And so I just started asking different people like randomly, like what their answer would be just off out of nowhere, like no preparation. And so it's been really interesting to just hear different opinions. And so we're going to discuss that today. And the question is, where does the desire to be beautiful come from? Hello, by the way, girls. (laughs) I'm just like running my own podcast. (laughs) No, it's good. I just Um, have... Go ahead. I had to say something here real quick. Different personalities shows even through the smallest things like how we write and how we make notes. We all have our little notebooks here and we all have our little like notes for this episode's podcast. And I can't help but laugh because mine's like the most sloppiest, scribbliest writing. Like I'm having a hard time reading it actually. And Libby's is like different colored ink, really (laughs) fancy font at the top and like big, like just like so neat and organized. I think it's hilarious. And then Teresa's kind of in between. (laughs) Yeah, just kind of done an hour ago. (laughs) Well, it does, I mean, typically, yeah, that is our personalities, and that's what my notes look like, but I will say, when I was right, when these actual notes are actually not, weren't created for the podcast, I was studying it out, like, on my own, just uh, this question. That makes sense. And so, I did put a lot more time in it, but, I mean, my last podcast What's kind of interesting, though, is it almost goes into, not in, like, our beauty, but why do we desire everything to decide everything to be pretty you know know. so it kind of goes into that too so who wants to start us out i go (laughs) go whenever i'm looking into a word or a topic i like to see what like the different the actual definition is like on google and i think i don't know it's kind of silly but like what the world believes it is yeah So, the Google definition, I literally searched, why do we, or humans, feel the need to be beautiful or want to be beautiful? Okay, so this is more like Google's answer. Yes. When you said definition, I thought you were, like, looking at the definition of beautiful. I did do that later. Okay. So, this is, I asked that question on Google, and this is what, the gist of what Google was saying. People feel better about themselves when they think they are attractive to others. And then beauty definition on Google, I just looked up the definition of beauty, a combination of qualities that pleases the aesthetic senses, especially sight. And I thought those were both interesting, especially the first one, because I looked at a couple other definitions or what Google had to say more about like why we feel the need to be beautiful or why do we want to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it was all kind of stemming from our like, we feel like, as humans, we need people's affirmation. approval or mm-hmm. affirmation that we are. Mm-hmm. Because if people think that, mm-hmm. then we must be. Like, our self-worth is, and self-esteem is, like, so low that, like, we don't... And I think this also goes into, like, what do we actually believe about our creator? Like, yeah. he makes nothing ugly. And so, but, it, like, I myself, even as a believer, knowing that God created me, find myself looking to humans for approval mm-hmm. and all that instead of like wait why like why does that matter right I don't know 
Because, yeah, everything was stemming from, if people think we look better, we it, like, builds our confidence and, like, assures us that we actually do. Right. And so that's yeah. what we're always looking for. They approve Their opinion and their... Which is just so silly. Because... It's so silly. <laughs> like, we are... Mm-hmm. Who says because... that... Humans are the, um, set the standard for what beautiful yeah, is. exactly. Because, yeah, our, our standards of what makes us beautiful, we go off of what other people have said is beautiful, and, like, how we dress, how we mm-hmm. do our hair, how we, you know, this and that, and it's just, it is, it's really silly, because, yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, where do we get our truth? As believers and followers of Christ, the Bible and from God is where we get it. And so, and scripture does not say, which I'm really eager to like actually into dig it. into some scripture because it talks a lot about beauty, but it doesn't really talk much about it in the way that we all in our minds have this like, um, this, the picture that we have in our minds. Yeah. I feel like it doesn't really talk a lot about that. So, mm-hmm. and then I just have one more thing to share. When Olivia first brought this um, question to us, like, a week or so ago, my initial thought was, well, it's pride. Like, period. It's all pride. Like, we want to look good for why? Like, I ask yourself that, like, why do I care what I look like to other people? Like, to Susie Jo, he's gonna see me in a day. Like, why do I care if she thinks I look good? Like, it's so silly. And so, I guess, I, I guess I think it stems from pride. But then I asked my sisters, not these two, but other ones, uh, like yesterday, and they thought about it for a minute, and it was interesting to hear theirs, because it was very different from mine. They both said, I think it, or I think this is like, they both had very similar thoughts on it, and it was somewhere to the, to the effect of, I believe that God loves beautiful things. And so that's where our desire comes from to want to be beautiful or to want to make everything pretty and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not saying that I was right or they were right or wrong or right. whatever. I'm just saying I thought it was really interesting because that was like, I didn't think about that at all. See, I think that's funny because I remember when I asked you and your immediate, re- immediate response was pride. I was like, oh, I thought that was interesting because my first thoughts were more like theirs. I was like, well beauty comes from God. He literally is beautiful, is the creator of beautiful things. Like, he puts a desire in each of us to, like, like, the word aesthetic, like, especially now, that's the word that's being used most. But, like, everybody enjoys, it's pleasing to the eye. Like, there are things that are more pleasing to the eye than other things. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm like, my first thought was, like, well, it comes from God. But then when I started thinking about it, I was like, well, does it? Like, well, does every kind? Like, you, there's just so much. Yeah, well, and that's why, like, my first notes were, like, I asked the question, what does the desire to be beautiful come from? And then, flesh, pride, and pressure slash people mm-hmm. is, like, the answers I gave. And then, like, but I was also thinking, like, yeah, God, like, everything we see is beautiful because God made it. And, like, he clearly loves beautiful things. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, wait, we don't go and try and change how the tree looks because, you know. And it's kind of... Like, the inward, like, a good, healthy tree can be, you know, beautiful, whatever. So we don't go try and, like, change the color of the leaves kind of thing, whatever, whatever. And kind of how the beauty, like, to make us more beautiful, God made us, so we're beautiful. But the only thing that we 
should, I think, or, you know, try and change of how to make us more beautiful is in our character. And, mm-hmm. like, he says that, I don't know if y'all want me to read the first verse about yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> like, First Peter 3, um, verses 3 and 4. Do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging of the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's literally saying, like, that is not where we should be trying to draw our attention and trying to be beautiful, but... We should be drawing it by being gentle and quiet and, you know, just doing things that honoring the Lord, you know, mm-hmm. in, inside of us rather than by our outward appearance. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because that's where I was going next is like, okay then. So we all agree that beauty comes from God and God, you know, puts in a desire in us to like be attracted to beautiful things. Mm-hmm. So what then does God consider beautiful? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that said it very well. That was one of the verses that I yeah. really felt like helped me a lot in my like studying of it because it says there, and in my translation it actually says, which is of great worth in God's sight. And so to me, okay. like that's what's beautiful to him. And so maybe if you look like the times in the Bible when he's talking about beauty, maybe if we think more of that rather than automatically thinking outward appearance, mm-hmm. it would start making more sense and we would start being more aligned to God's thoughts of it. Yeah. And because, and that's where I was going to go next, like all of Google's definitions, and if I'm being honest, like when I hear the word like beautiful, I immediately think all external. Like yes. that is all external. <clears throat> but. Nowhere in the Bible could I find that verse right there that Teresa said. Mm-hmm. But, like, nowhere in the Bible could I find anything. I was trying to, like, find even a verse or something about, like, outward beauty or, like, what. Because I was like, that's Google's definition, but what actually is God's definition of, like, external beauty? Which I, but I think we see it all over the world. I think we see it in his creation. Yeah. Everywhere. And how much more important is the internal beauty than external? Because I have seen it time and time again, whether in real life or I immediately think like movies, there can be a like beautiful character. Beautiful on the outside. Beautiful, externally beautiful person. Okay. She comes in, you're like, oh wow. Like immediately your runs like, she's really pretty. 15 seconds later, you're like can hate her. She's like, oh my word, she is the just ugliest character in the inside. She's like selfish and prideful and mean and yeah, yeah, yeah. hateful and all this stuff. What do they call it? And immediately, yes. And immediately, like, you're like, she is the ugliest character. It doesn't matter how luscious her hair is or how blue her eyes are or whatever external beauty, like, she's just ugly now to you. And that can be the same, like, in real life too, like you see. And the opposite. Someone can come in, and immediately our human minds may think, eh. <laughs> <laughs> eh. Not too attractive. Yeah. <laughs> right. But her, if her character is kind and loving and patient and just like this angel of a character, you're immediately like, she's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I want, those are the people that you're like, I want to be like. Yeah, you exactly. Know? 
And suddenly, all of those external factors, like, literally fade away. Like, you don't even, it's almost like you're seeing with new eyes. Mm -hmm. For sure. Internal character shines way brighter than mm-hmm. external. Actions speak louder than, well, no, that's words. <laughs> Actions speak that's louder true. than looks. That's what we're going to go yeah, with. Yeah, that's what we're going with. Yeah. Another verse kind of about that is 2 Corinthians 4.16. Um, and it's talking about, like, the outward versus the inward. And, again, the inward is important. Your outward is just, you know, wasting away. And it's, therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that for, that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Mm-hmm. And just, again, just how um, unimportant the outward appearances because it's all gonna fade away in the end yeah i'm glad you shared that because i've always read that verse not thinking about this particularly like more so as like i don't know like having an eternal perspective on things Mm -hmm. not on the earthly but when you read it like thinking more of like literally thinking about you know yourself and how you're adorning yourself outwardly versus thinking more of those things like yeah wow it can go right that way too And then a verse that comes to my mind, or that came to my mind last night, about, like, what God says is important, is in 1 Samuel, and it literally says, now there's, like, some context around this, but I think this verse, in particular, can be taken out of context and used the same way. It says, the Lord does not look at the things man looks at. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And just how true, again, it is that our physical appearance really, I think, means nothing in light of, like, what true beauty is in the sight of the Lord. He cares so much more about our inside Mm -hmm. than outside. And it's hard because we are humans, but as believers, I think our um, whole... Obviously, our whole point of living is um, to be like God and to please God, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that should be our point of being beautiful is what does God call beauty, not what does man call beauty. So whenever we're, you know, being like, oh, I don't feel beautiful or all oh, this and that. Right. But to go to God's standards, not mm-hmm. to man's standards. Yeah. Alright, so this is going to change a little bit, just another thought I had. So when I first, like, was thinking about this question, um, like we've mentioned before, we are doing our best to follow Christ, so my immediately, my immediate thought when I'm thinking about something or making a decision, I'm like, okay, who is my example? Jesus. And, like, what example did he set? And one of the first verses that came to my mind was the one in Isaiah, chapter 53, verse 2, and it's talking about Jesus And it says, he had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. And literally, Jesus is the son of God. Like, he's coming to earth to become a man. And God decided that he was going to make him with no 
beauty or majesty to attract us to him. So nothing in his appearance was beautiful. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, if anyone deserves to have an exceptional appearance, it was Jesus. So it showed to me, like, how much outward beauty, how little outward beauty matters to God, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, And just realizing, like, that wasn't important. Like, Jesus literally, out of all the humans, because he became fully man, fully human, out of everyone, he had the greatest purpose, and he, he didn't need outward beauty mm-hmm. to fulfill his purpose. And so that really, like, yeah, that's just, cool. yeah. And again, yeah. I feel like, you know, obviously, especially with scripture, like, make sure to not take things out of context. Yeah, so, like, don't just take that verse and be like, oh, right. no beauty, like, God doesn't like it. Because there is other things that he talks about. And I think that he has made us all fearfully and wonderfully. And he obviously does make people like, to be like, wow, they're so beautiful because God created them and created them so well. So they're like, he, I think it pleases him, but at the same time to remember that it's not the most important thing. In fact, it's very low on the list of God's priorities, maybe, if Mm -hmm. I could be so bold to say that. Um, So, yeah, just something to think about. Like, do I have, is my desire to be outwardly beautiful too high on my list of priorities? Because the things that you prioritize, you're going to put a lot more effort and attention and time on. Mm -hmm. Well, like, reading that verse about, you know, not our outward appearance, but you know, not to focus on those, but of the others, I was like, I've read this verse a hundred times, but you know, just reading it, I was like, every time I get ready, I think about how does my hair look? What nice clothes do I have to wear Mm -hmm. today? Kind of thing. And I'm never thinking about how's my character right now? Mm -hmm. Am I being, you know, pleasing to the Lord? How do I want to act? Yeah. How do I want to portray Christ today? Kind of thing. That's never on my mind when I'm getting ready to go. Right. But how much should it be? Yeah. Yeah. And this is kind of a question that kind of segues into there. But when I was making these notes, I was like, okay. So, I think we've covered pretty well. It's literally... It really... The outward appearance matters so little compared to the internal. Mm -hmm. But is it okay to want to be... Have the desire to be beautiful... Or feel beautiful, or feel, or want to be attractive to humans. Like, it, where is that okay in God's sight? Or what's your thoughts? Obviously, mm-hmm. I don't know. So I immediately think of uh, the book Song of Solomon or Song of Songs mm-hmm. because it is so much like. I mean, it's specifically talking about like a bride and his groom, and I think. Like, typically when I read it, I'm thinking of, like, the correlation between the bride, Christ and his bride, mm-hmm. the church. But it talks a lot, like, even if it's maybe meaning metaphorically a lot, it talks a lot about how beautiful his bride is. Mm-hmm. Now, again, maybe mm-hmm. it's just to use it as a metaphor for, like, how internally beautiful she is. You know, like, if the church of God is truly full of love and humility and gentleness, you know, like a quiet spirit and all of that. Like maybe that's what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's just our human minds that think that. But I'm like, it seems to be like a part of just God's beautiful creation. Like that is a part of it. It's just so wonderful that like, you know, we are attracted to each other and one another. So I feel like 
I guess because I'm still single. So like anytime I'm like, you know, getting ready to go somewhere and I'm like paying attention to my hair or like my clothes and like trying to look nice, like just wondering what my motive is because I think it would be different. Like if I was a wife, like I would be doing all that and thinking of my husband and wanting to just be attractive mm-hmm. to him, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like I don't well, know. And I think God gives us the feelings of attractiveness and like but then I don't know. Do we as humans just take it too far? And like should should our has man made the outward appearance what we are most attracted to first? Right. And should that that attract the feeling of attractiveness that God gave us supposed to be originally for character and all that and it's just been warped warped yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. into our human ways very likely right so if i'm being honest i would want to say that oh uh, well i dress for me and like mm-hmm. because i don't because i'm not trying to impress nobody mm-hmm. the clothes i pick out is because i feel confident and comfortable in these clothes or beautiful even if you want to say and blah 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 but when i was thinking about this last night Literally, that morning, I was picking out this outfit, and part of my mind kept drifting to, well, I'm going to see my coworkers that I just... They're now former coworkers. Yeah, (laughs) former coworkers, and I don't want to look like a, like, drowned rat when I go to see them, right? (laughs) I want to be like, yeah, like, I'm just killing this Got my life together. Right, exactly. (laughs) And so there's there's so many different, I feel like, um, reasons and purposes that you may want to... Or have the desire to look attractive. But I think that's where it comes down to. What is the... What is your heart behind wanting to look attractive? Or wanting to dress Mm -hmm. nice? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I think that's what it comes... I mean, at the end of everything, I feel like it always comes back to your heart. That's Mm -hmm. why... So actually... Real quick, what brought this question to my mind? And I'm going to, like, say that the Lord brought it to my mind. But the thought that's, thoughts that led to it, um, in brief, was I... Growing up, we have not worn any makeup. Um, we never really had that many conversations about it. But we, it was just, like, this known thing that, like, Dad and Mom didn't love it. And so we weren't brought up in it. And Mom didn't wear, you know... And so, just as I've gotten older and things, I've never really, like, felt like we were missing out or I would have brought it up to dad if I, like, really wanted to, you know, wear whatever. Mm -hmm. But recently, I've really, or I've always, like, just really liked mascara and felt like it really um, just brought out beauty in the eyes. And, like, Mm -hmm. when I see other people wear it, I really like it. And so, I've, like, recently been thinking about, like, wearing it. And so, that's what I was thinking about. And I was, like, um, I was just thinking about, like, okay, but why do I want to wear it? And then I was like, well, because when I see all the people, I think it makes them look more beautiful. And that's where it came from. I was like, but why do I want to look beautiful? And so that's where my question came from. Mm -hmm. But um, where I was going with that, it's just coming down. I came to to the conclusion real quickly before I even, like, researched scripture or really prayed about it that much that, like, it's not about, like, whether mascara is a good thing or a bad thing. Some people wear it. Some people don't. It's Mm -hmm. about why... Or am I doing what I'm doing? Is this honoring to the Lord? You know, because I don't think, you know, mascara is right or mascara is wrong. It's just an example that I happen to be thinking about. And I just yeah. think, like everything, it's just something that we need to take to the Lord and 
even if it's something that we've grown up doing and maybe you never think about, well, like, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. It's a good question to ask. Um, But I did want to say a couple more things on you talked a lot about, like, when you're about to getting ready to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, Because typically at home we don't care as much how we look, which is maybe something we should think about because that probably says something. We care less about what our family thinks of us. I don't know. Anyway, recently I have really just, I don't know, been feeling a lot more, like, insecure in public and just, like, had a little bit more, like, social anxiety, like, right before I'm out in public or socializing with people, which is not normal for me. I mean, you know, there's moments where I'm, like, I'm not really feeling comfortable out in public, but I've never really struggled with it that much. And so I've just been thinking about it a lot more, and I've just been learning and realizing that it's because it's coming from me having too much of a focus on myself and what other people, the people I'm going to be around, what they're going to think of me. And so when I've started feeling anxious, like, you know, company's about to come over or I'm about to go somewhere, I've realized like that I'm getting anxious. And so I go and talk to the Lord about it. And I feel like he's really just been like telling me like, you need to take your focus off yourself and focus on me. And I think that is so important and it comes back to like you said when I'm getting ready am I thinking about this is a cute outfit this person's gonna like my hair or am I thinking am I preparing my heart to be gentle and humble when I'm around those people Mm -hmm. and so I just had have been thinking this thought like what if instead of like spending x amount of time getting ready before I go somewhere what if instead I put so much more of that time like before I'm about to go somewhere, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to read God's word for mm-hmm. a few minutes or I'm going to pray for a few minutes. And then, you know, you know, take your five minutes. No, I'm not saying look like a slob. You mm-hmm. know, take the time to, you know. Take care of Yeah, take body. care of your outward appearance too. But maybe, like, like, I don't think I've ever done that unless, again, unless I'm, like, super anxious and I, like, really feel like I need the time. Like, mm-hmm. I do not have a habit of doing that. And I think that could be very beneficial. And maybe we wouldn't even see it. But I think the Lord could really use us in the lives around us who we're socializing with and talking with if we take time for, to prepare our hearts and our character before we go because clearly that's what God wants. Mm-hmm. I feel like so often we go and like, what can we get out of tonight when we go yeah. do this or go see these mm-hmm. people? Or like, oh, I want to see my friends or I want to do this or I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Instead, if we const- if we always went with what can... I do for other people. Yeah. What can I, how can I benefit other people to when I go yeah. out this time? And praying that. Like, Lord, yeah. help me to be an encouragement to those I'm around. Yeah, because it does not come naturally. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's not something we can do in our own strength. Self, in our own strength. We mm-hmm. have to have God to mm-hmm. use us. Absolutely. Yeah. Any other thoughts? I don't know. This was good. Yeah. Good idea. I was kind of nervous about. yeah I was kind of like how how is this gonna go because you know we had our ideas and like our thing but I was like even though we've like briefly talked about this this has been like a whole eye-opening for I think each of us kind yeah. of in our, oh that's a new way to look at this yeah and that. because and it's not rethinking about it yeah because it's not one of those conversations where we've had a hundred times between each our, ourselves mm-hmm. and yeah I wasn't really sure I knew we all came with notes but I was like, I don't know how this is going to flow. Hopefully our conversation mm-hmm. flows pretty good. But yeah, I'm really... I hope other people take from it. I feel like we really 
were really brief and light, I feel like you can go so much deeper. Oh, and yeah. There's so much more to find in God's Word and just in general on this whole topic. And there's so many other facets, too, of beauty. And so I encourage y'all to look into this yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Read the Bible yourself. See, see what the Lord is telling you about this specific subject or topic or any topic that we talked about here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because every and anything, you should always not just take someone's word for it, but check with God and, you know, how he leads you in yeah. that topic. Because he may have a whole different purpose and reasoning for you than he does for us. Mm-hmm. Like, just because this was our opinions and our thoughts and, take and, help, and yeah. takeaways from his word doesn't mean that he can show you something completely different that mm-hmm. is just for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, before we move on to our wins and learns and wrap this up, can we actually just pray while it's recording? Because mm-hmm. I feel like this is something like... I don't know. I just, I want to not just let this question come, let this conversation come, and then, like, just go back to, like, how I've always lived and thought, Mm -hmm. but really want to put it into practice and have it on my mind a lot, and so I think it would be very beneficial to pray about it, and anyone who's listening, that we can pray for them, that they would just be intentional, too. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much that we were able to have this conversation, and thank you for just being the director of our thoughts and putting questions in our mind and for helping us to be willing to search out your scripture and your heart and what you want for us. I pray that you will help each of us, Teresa, Lisa, and I, and also anyone who might be listening, that we would just be more careful to honor you in everything that we say and do and how we dress and how we carry ourselves and And everything that our hearts desire would truly be to please you and glorify you. And that we would be careful to not get caught up in the world's view of things and what's important. But that our priorities would be um, where you want them to be. And that we would be faithful and courageous to just be obedient to your leading to us, each of us individually. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, he wants to start us off in the wins and learns of the week. That's okay. You can't trust it. All righty. Well, there was a lot of wins, which is great. That's great. Yeah. More than one. So, wins are good. We <laughs> like wins. So, like, the first win that came to my mind was um, Monday morning kind of stepped out of my comfort zone and um, decided to go to a coffee shop and have my devotions there. All by yourself. All by myself. <laughs> all by myself. Um, and so I did that, and it was a lot of, I mean, like, it was a lot of fun. You know, it wasn't like I had, like, a huge, you know, wild devotion time or anything, but it was, like, nice to take the time and do something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, we got a new niece this week. Yeah, so that's going to be my win, too. <laughs> I think that's all of our wins. But I came ours. prepared for two. For, for I came prepared with two different ones because I figured that would be all of ours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then my learn was 
I need to take care of my teeth because I can't afford new ones. (laughs) They are expensive, dude. Mm -hmm. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, that's my learn. Honestly, I had trouble coming up with my win, which wasn't because it wasn't a bad week. I was just like trying to remember what I did. So I feel terrible for not even thinking of the mm-hmm. new niece. But <laughs> I haven't gotten to meet her yet. So oh, really? she might not be on my mind as much as you guys. I mean, She's she is. So I'm so excited tiny. to meet her. Anyway, so that's definitely a win. But the other thing was we got to go ice skating, um, which I was really looking forward to. Didn't really pan out to my expectations. It was still a lot of fun, but <laughs> this was the first time that I had to shovel it off. Like in the past my brother has all has always done it, and I realized how much I never appreciated all. Yeah. We literally, Teresa and I, we had a couple other helpers, but it was mostly just Teresa and I, and it took us like two hours. Yeah. And like, it's you a pond on our road. It's like our neighbor, so we drive by it all the time, and I never realized how big it was until we started shoveling like, on snow. Get all every the snow into it. It. We didn't even do every inch. We didn't. I literally thought y'all were ice skating. Like y'all left, and I literally thought you went to ice skate because you and you were gone for like two hours, and you came back, and I was like, "How was it? Was it fun?" And it was like. We hadn't even gone. We were just shoveling. I'm like, oh my well, like, god. The rest of the kids had gone and were like, yeah, as we were doing it. As we were doing it. There's also, but yeah. Anyway. And we don't have enough skates for everyone to go at the same time. Right. So it, it worked out. And fine. it, yeah. You know, it wasn't, you know, dreamy, but it was still fun for the little bit that I did get to ice skate. Mm-hmm. It was fun and it was worth it. And sh- like the shoveling wasn't like, that unenjoyable. I was yeah. just like, whoa, this is a lot of work. It was, and it was like, is it ever going to end? Yeah. And it was like, this is harder. This yeah. is tiring. Right. And it was only like, what, like three inches of snow, maybe? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Now you'll have a new appreciation for it then. I yes. do, 100%. Anyway, and my learn, this is kind of funny, I learned that a lot of people, or at least in our circles, do not know what a Galentine is. Party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Teresa and I decided to plan host a Galentine party. Like literally just less focus really on anything Valentine, but like mostly on just because we want to have like a pink party and we love throwing parties and we everything love, with our friends. Yeah. Anyways, for those of you who do not know are not familiar with Valentine's Day, please let me inform you. It's been I around know. since 2010. Yeah. So I don't know. We don't know where y'all been. We don't know where you've been. <laughs> Galentine Day is a day to celebrate the friends, girlfriends, who make life wonderful. And so it's literally just a day to celebrate friendship. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Valentine's Day is specifically for, like... Lovers. Yeah. That kind of guy-girl relationship. But this is just to celebrate friendship. So, totally, you've got time. It's right around there. Plan a Galentine's party. It can be, like, two people, three people, 20 people... And if you're lacking ideas, just go to Pinterest or even yes. Google if you want. It's, it's mm-hmm. And just search Galentine's party ideas or whatever in, like, oodles and oodles of ideas. This will, be your... <laughs> this will be our first time hosting one, but I'm, like, so excited about it. I think it's going to be so much fun, so you should do it. When does... Oh, yeah. If you were close, we would invite you. The thir- you're invited. <laughs> yeah. The 13th is the official Galentine's Day, but you can celebrate it any time between the 1st in Valentine's. I mean, anytime in February. So, anytime ever. If it it happens to not work before and you still want to do it after Valentine's, after Galentine's, do it. Free country. Yeah. (laughs) Get your girls together and Mm -hmm. just celebrate your friendship. Yeah. So, that was my life. Yeah, I'm looking forward to (laughs) that. Literally. So, one of 
our friends who we gave it to literally thought we spelled Valentine wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's she was like, funny. what? And then someone else was like, are boys coming too or is it just a girl thing? We're like, no, it's literally like, <laughs> the invitation is like all pink and like, I was like, I didn't we're even celebrating friendship. Yeah, we literally, <laughs> we literally wrote that on it. Like, this is what the party is because I was like, you know, I don't know how familiar people are. Most people wouldn't know, yeah. but like, just so that they would know we're focusing less on like all the Valentine's Day and having sweethearts and yeah. like everything right. party. Just to know that's what we're doing it for. And they still I like, didn't confused. even think, like yeah. when y'all were like writing the invitations, like sending them, I didn't even think about the fact that people I know. might not know what like, we were I talking know. about. Like, I sort of did because like Ashley, no, it might have been Sarah was like, one of, yeah, our older sisters were like, um, what is that? And so <laughs> then I was like, well, let's put celebrating friendship yeah. on it so that people know yeah. what they're coming you for. You know, what they're coming <laughs> for. Right. Because we just want. <laughs> All right. We need to wrap this Elise. up. Oh, yes. um, okay. Oh, yeah, Elise. So my, my win, obviously, after the meeting my new niece and getting to hold her and all that stuff. You know, I, like, go into that thinking, like, oh, yeah, it's gonna be so special, but I just forget. It's just so special. And they're so tiny. I know, I forget every time. If only are they just, like, this precious little baby, but it's like, I already love you so much. (laughs) Anyways, um, oh, I found a leather jacket at a Goodwill. Why haven't I seen it? And I love leather jackets, like such a staple in my closet but this past like good eight months I haven't I got a cheap one and so like the leather in the back like ripped anyways and I've just really missed it so I found a leather jacket that I really like at a good one so that was a super exciting moment and it was like two bucks too like when do you find something at Goodwill nowadays for two bucks that's true I know was it is it real leather or just you know another foe no it's just but still but that's still nice but yeah, so I'm super excited about that. That's my win. And then my learn is... Oh, there's a whole new page for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. I was just really comforted by this thought. And it's in quotes because my dad told me this um, when we were talking about a specific thing. But he said, sometimes decisions, the right decision is black and white in God's sight. Like, he wants you to make this decision and then he will put it on your heart that that is true. Like, it's black or white. This is what he wants you to do. This is not. But sometimes, and I feel like that's I'm like, I don't want to make the wrong decision. So when I'm making a decision, I'm like thinking about it and praying about it and like, Lord, please like give me the guidance and give me the answer and help me make the right decision, right? Because, like, I don't want to screw up your plan. And, like, that's so silly and that's so human of us because if you think about it, nothing that we do is going to... Like, God knows that we make mistakes all the time. And so it's not, we don't have the power to mess up God's plan. Necessarily. If we're mm-hmm. seeking him. And I feel like that goes deeper. But anyways, I hope you get what I'm saying here. Um, but when I was making this specific decision, I was, like, stressing over it so much because I was, like, Lord, just please just, like, give me an answer, like, a black or white answer. Like, that's what I wanted because I had this idea that, like, one of them was right and one of them was wrong. Mm -hmm. But then after I was telling my parents this, they were, like, Dad was, like, sometimes 
God allows you to decide for yourself without any relationship effects, like, to him. Like, it's not going to mess up. It's not, like, sometimes he doesn't have a black or white, you do this and that's right, you do this and it's wrong. Sometimes he lets us choose and then he has a plan according to which option you chose, A or B. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was just, like, really, like, okay, yeah. Yeah. That's actually, like, I believe that's true. And, like, my dad was like, and I feel like for 50 years I had this idea, too, that, like, every tiny little decision I made was this or that. And, like, th- it was the biggest deal, whether it was, like, a silly thing, like, not literally what color shirt am I going to wear today? But if we go into it with, Lord, today, I want to dress like you want me to. God doesn't care if we wear a red shirt that day or a green shirt, you know? Mm -hmm. He cares about our heart. And then he will... He has a specific plan for your life according to which shirt you wear. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I'm not saying... And like I said, I said sometimes. Sometimes he does have black or white black or white Mm -hmm. uh, laws or rules, if you will. Like, this is what I want you to do. This is not. But then something that my mom pointed out also was she she said, I feel like a lot of times the black or white things are in his word and are strictly black and white. And like, do not steal. Right. Do Mm -hmm. not murder. Do not lie. Whatever. Exactly. So anyways, that was something that... I feel like I kind of knew deep down, but, like, it was a big learn and comforting and a good reminder, for sure. I feel like maybe that somewhat comes back to, like, our, basically, we're living for eternity and, like, as big of a deal some decisions feel like, they're, they're only going to affect this life on Earth. Mm. But, like, as long as they're not affecting our eternal life, it may not be as big of a deal which way. Like, as long as at the end, you get to the end of your life, and God says, well done, good and faithful servant, and you, like, serve him for eternity, then what way you get there, I Mm -hmm. guess, Whether you wear a green shirt or a blue shirt. Yeah. It's not going to affect eternity. Yeah. And then if it is, that would probably be a good you know, question to ask when you're trying to make right. a decision. Does this affect how I'm living for Christ and There's eternally? There's a quote on my wall. I don't know who said it, but something like, God is far more concerned with who we are becoming than what we are doing. And I think that's something important to keep in mind when you're making decisions because it's like, okay, if my heart is, Lord, I want to please you, and you're praying about the decision and he's not, like, putting a black and white, then he knows your heart is for him. He's going to mm-hmm. lead you and direct you, like, he doesn't, I feel like, and I feel like this is biblical, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that is true, that, like, it's not so much as what we're doing in life is who we're becoming mm-hmm. and what our desires, because if our desires for him, then what we're doing is going to line up with mm-hmm. what he has for us. Um, and one more thing, I know this is getting super long, so we need to wrap it up, but I feel like this is worth oh, sharing. Really? A friend of mine shared it, it with me this week in her readings of scripture, shout out to Caitlin, um... It's about the story of Abraham and when God promised them a son and, like, many descendants through this son, even though they were 
you know, so old and everything. So it seemed unlikely. And Abraham decided after, you know, God wasn't doing it in Abraham's timing, um, he decided to take things into his own hands and had his maidservant or laid with his maidservant. Well, I guess it was Sarah's idea, actually, I think. I think it was Sarah's Mm -hmm. idea. For him to lay with his maidservant uh, because Sarah wasn't getting pregnant and they would just have a son through through her instead. And um, she was just pointing out to me something I never really observed in reading that story that even though he tried to take things into his own hands and instead of trusting that the Lord was mm-hmm. going to fulfill his promise and it, it did mess things up and it caused harm for people and it wasn't a perfect beautiful way it still didn't thwart God's plan and purpose and it yeah. didn't mess up what God intended and I think so much when I go to make a decision I'm like worried that I actually have the power to mess mm-hmm. up God's plan mm-hmm. and that's not true yes there are things that I I'm either choosing to you know obey the Lord or or do something displeasing to him, but at the end of the day, we can't mess up God's plan. He's so much bigger than that and so much bigger than us. So yes, absolutely seek him with all your heart, but just remembering that even through our mistakes, he can redeem things and make it beautiful, and his grace is so sufficient, and he is so forgiving and merciful. And so, I don't know, just taking that pressure off myself, like, as long as I'm seeking the Lord, like, Everything, he works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So he's going to work it out, even if, you know, maybe we hear him wrong or whatever. But most likely, if you are truly seeking him, he'll show you the way. Yeah, Yeah, he's faithful. Mm -hmm. All right, I got a quote real quick if we're ready to wrap it up. All right, this one, actually, another friend, shared it on her Instagram this week. And it is just, I screenshotted it, and I feel like I've shared it with so many people, and I have it on my screensaver. I've just been something that really has just been such a comfort and something I've been wanting to keep on my mind. So it says, on days when you feel too overwhelmed, know that God is not finished yet. So guard your heart. Don't let those emotions win. There is a purpose in what you cannot see. And it's Joe Nazan Diego. I don't know. Just to give credit where credit's due. (laughs) (laughs) So something I feel like it's something out. Yeah. A good one. Mm Mm-hmm. My kind of random thing to say. Sorry. Okay. Um, I just thought it was funny. Like, when it gets past, like, 30-some minutes, Olivia's like, okay, we're getting long. And I'm like, oh, we're not long until it's, like, past an hour. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, but, okay, we should ask our yeah. audience. Do what? you like long-form podcasts or not? Like, DM us on Instagram, I guess. Yeah. Maybe we'll put it in a story for you to comment. Like, you if you put a poll on yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, when you see something that's like 50 plus minutes or an hour of like when are you like oh it's too long for me to watch because well, i don't you're know watching, you're listening right which I mean, is listening. so easy <laughs> yeah that's fine maybe i mean i i listen yeah. to long ones too but i'm like i don't want to be like that like okay that's too overwhelming yeah. it's funny to listen to those girls for yeah. an hour. <laughs> it's funny because you clearly look at the time and say do i want to listen to this i don't like if i like the podcaster See, start, see, and then if I can't right. listen to it all, you know, I'll just right. pause it. I do that too. Yeah, like I'll pause it and I'll come back like, to it, and then yeah. that's yeah. true. I don't, I don't really pay attention. <laughs> but no, so for real, you, let us know. Yeah, so if they like listening to us, they won't care. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and if we talk, thanks long, for making it this. Long. Only listen twenty minutes. Right. A There's day. a pause and then a button. That's true. That's true. Alrighty. Well, this is fun. And guys, if you have anything you want us to talk about. Let us know and 
we'll see what we can do. Yeah, we would love to have ideas. Yeah. yeah. Also, please, like, obviously this topic is very open, like, I would love to hear other people's thoughts yeah, on it. Yeah, for because sure. clearly just the three of us have different, I mean, a little bit, but our first initial, like, response to the question were a little different, so I'd mm-hmm. love to hear other people's opinions and, How you yeah, so please God's share. Showed you. Thanks yeah. so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a great week. Yeah.